good morning. Um, this past week has been crazy to say the least. And I think um, there's sometimes where, uh, especially as a pastor, you kind of feel this burden to be able to speak specifically and candidly to the things that go on and surround. But what do you do when you don't have any words to be able to speak? Right. Um, We've talked a whole lot about just in our world about injustice and wanting things to change. And it seems like regardless of how much we talk or how much we work, we find ourselves waiting Um, and waiting can be such a frustrating place. And so I just want to offer a little disclaimer um, in talking about waiting and the fact that God's people are waiting people. It's not in any way meant to absolve us of the responsibility of working Um, it's merely a reminder that for those of us that are waiting for God to do what he is going to do, we find ourselves in good company. We aren't alone. We aren't the first, just because we have to wait. It doesn't mean that, uh, God's justice is going to be denied. It is deferred. And so as we wait, we just join a long line of God's people that have found themselves in the same place, but we don't wait The way that somebody waits for their absentee father to come through, not knowing if he's going to fulfill his word. We wait as those knowing that God is absolutely trustworthy and he'll come through. So I know it's frustrating. In the meantime, while we work, we wait, but we wait in confidence. Uh, I hope this encourages you as you're waiting uh, today. So be blessed. Love you. Regardless of how it looks, I'm going to live by faith. Here's what I mean by that. God is merely explaining the way that it's always been with his people. One of the things that you find about God's people is that all of God's people are always waiting people. None of God's people have everything that God promises that he'll give them right now. So it forces them to trust their ears, what God says, more than their eyes, more than what they can see. Adam and Eve, God said, things were messed up, but I love you. I'm going to send a promised son into the world that's going to set things right. They thought it was Cain, but it was Jesus that would come thousands of years later. Do you know what they had to do? Wait. Abraham, God promised him a son. And changed his name, said, you are now the father of many nations. And do you know how many kids he had? Zero. Do you know what he had to do? Wait. Do you know what he didn't do well? Wait. (laughs) So he gets anxious. He starts to try to work to bring about what God says. He has a child by means that God didn't say. And do you know what God said to him? You're going to have to wait. Joseph, we talked about this, was sold into slavery when God said that he would leave. And do you know what he had to do for 13 years? Wait. David, do you know what he had to do while while he was waiting on God to bring his promise? Wait. Lazarus is sick. They bring word to Jesus, and what he says is, this won't end in death. Lazarus died. 
Do you know what he had to do? Wait. Jesus said, I'm coming to die for the sins of the world. Jesus said, I'm coming to set this world in order. People followed him and trailed him. And do you know what they did to him? They killed him. And do you know what he told them? Y'all are just going to have to wait. And three days later, he got up from the grave in all power. God's people are waiting people. Not just on the promises of God, but listen, here's what it means to live by faith. Is that we take God at his word, even when our performance contradicts what it is that God said about us. You know, you look at the Bible And what you see is that God saves people from some pretty bad stuff. But it's often after the pronouncement of faith and righteousness that he chooses to record their greatest acts of sin and falling away. Genesis 15, Abraham was a man declared to be righteous in the sight of God because of his faith. And after that declaration. He goes outside of God's means to have a kid in the way that God didn't say. Jacob is, has his name changed and is righteous in God's sight. And it's after that he responds with apathy to the rape of his daughter. David is called a man after God's own heart. And it's after that that he sins with Bathsheba. For those of us that have surrendered our lives to the Lord and walk through life and feel that weight of God, my performance doesn't seem to match up to my profession or to your profession about me. What are you going to trust more? God's word or how well you work? Are you going to trust what God says even if your life betrays the contrary? Are you going to wait for God to fully do what he says that he'll do in your life? Or are you going to spend your time trying to outwork your worry? God, I don't feel like you love me. I got to go to church more. I got to give more. I got to read more. I got to sing louder. Nah. The righteous wait. And here's what faith does. Faith does two things. Faith is honest about the present. But it's hopeful about the future. Faith is saying things are not now as they should be. There is no virtue in living in denial as if everything is perfect. Because it's not. But what faith says is I'm never going to allow my honesty about my present failures to eclipse my hopefulness about God's future promises. But the way that God works this out is he delays on his promise. God's promises are going to come to pass based on his faithfulness, not yours. Here's what good theology is supposed to do. Good theology is not meant for you to win arguments. Good theology is supposed to be a refreshment for weary souls. 
Good theology is supposed to be like a drink of water where you can run and see a bunch of people that are honest about the state of the world and its pitfalls and their angst and their worry. And that you can say, listen, I know God's justice is delayed, but it's coming. It's coming. Good theology is meant to remind us, listen, you aren't the first one to worry in the way that you have. And you're not going to be the last one. You're in a room with a bunch of people. I don't care how well they smiled on their way in here. But there's something that they are worrying about right now or if they lost would make them worry and find themselves in complete despair. What we do is we take this message, God's justice. It's definite, but it is delayed.